What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Saturday, June 15th. I hope all you guys are having a blessed and good Father's Day weekend. I hope you guys all have a good Father's Day tomorrow. Um, and I hope all you guys are just getting a little relaxation time in and enjoying time with your families or your loved ones or whatever the case may be, man. With that being said, we all know the NBA season wrapped up. And now the offseason is here, or the NBA season wrapped up on Thursday, excuse me, with the Raptors winning the finals. Once again, congrats to Canada, Toronto, and the Raptors. Um, and with that being said, that officially means the offseason is here. And the offseason has already began with a freaking explosion from Adrian Wojnarowski, who is the man who we all know from ESPN, who usually breaks all the crazy news in the NBA. Today, he broke the news that the Los Angeles Lakers have officially traded um, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and three first-round picks, including the number four overall pick in this year's draft for Anthony Davis and Anthony Davis only. Man, it is crazy. So let's first start off. I'm going to first start off talking about the Pelicans. We'll talk about the Lakers next. Let me start off with the Pelicans. For the Pelicans, or let me first say this. For both teams, this is a this is a win-win trade. You you're not losing for either team. As much as people want to admit it, this is a win for both teams. They both got exactly what they wanted out of this. So congrats to both teams. This is a very successful deal for both teams. So let's start with the Pelicans side of it. The Pelicans obviously lose Anthony Davis, who's one of their best players in franchise history, right? We all know that. He's a great player. He's gonna do great things in Los Angeles. We'll talk about that in a couple minutes. But they're going to lose him, but they still keep one of their better players, their second-best player, Drew Holiday, who I love because Drew Holiday is a killer. They're going to get a young killer in Lonzo Ball, who I still believe in. A lot of people gave up on Lonzo because of his dad and all the antics and all the drama behind BBB. I'm still a believer in Lonzo Ball. And no, it's not just because we're from the same area, shout out to the IE, but I really love Lonzo's game. Like, Lonzo is a hooper. He knows how to play. He's smart. His IQ is through the roof. And he's only gotten better since I've seen since I've known him since he was like, shoot, 12 or 11. I'm not, I, I was playing against him at when I was about 10 years old. So I'm a believer in Lonzo Ball. So the Pelicans should be happy about what they got in return. They also get Brandon Ingram. Now, Brandon Ingram is dealing with them blood clots or whatever the case may be. I hope he recovers off of those. I hope he's fine. I hope he ends up, you know, fully recovering from that. But hopefully he does. And if he does. The Pelicans are getting another good player, a wing player who all he needs to do is expand his game to the three-point line a little bit more. Not saying that he can't shoot the three, but he needs to make it more consistent. And then just add about 10 to 15 pounds. And Brandon Ingram is going to be a stud in this league, a real stud in this league. He's going to be a very good player for the Pelicans. And then you have Josh Hart, who was a very, very talented two-way player out of Villanova, Won the national championship at Villanova. I've always liked Josh Hart. He was a hooper. He plays both ends of the floor. He's not afraid to guard anybody. He will check up against anybody. He's a dog. He plays like a junkyard dog. And he's just a different type of beast that the Pelicans are going to appreciate. So that's that. And then you get three picks. You get three overall picks. um, Or three first-round picks, I believe. You get three first-round picks, and then you get this year's number four overall pick in the 2019 draft. Now, the question with that is what should they do with the fourth pick? A lot of people are saying they're going to draft either um, 
Jared Culver, who I'm not too high on from Texas Tech, he's a good player, but do I think he's the best fit for the Pelicans? No. They're saying they're either going to get him or they're going to draft DeAndre Hunter, who is a national champion from Virginia. I don't like either one of those guys. I think, obviously, they're going to draft or excuse me, Zion at number one with the number one overall pick. And I'm pretty sure, you know, a lot of teams are contacting them to get the number four overall pick now. But if they do decide to keep it, I say draft freaking Cameron Reddish. And why do I say that? The Pelicans don't really have that much of a versatile wing play right now. I honestly don't know who they have because I haven't watched the Pelicans in a minute. I know the last really talented wing player that they had was Nikola Miritich, and now he's currently in Milwaukee. Um, but I know they got Julius Randle. So it's a Laker uh, uh, reunion in New Orleans. But now, don't only make it a Laker reunion, make it a Duke reunion. Get Zion and get Cam Reddish. I'm telling you right now, Pelicans fans, some of you guys are going to hear this. The best fit for you guys with the number four overall pick is Cameron Reddish. He's 6'8". He has a nice handle. He can pull from anywhere. His pull-up jumper is good. His set shot is good. He can attack the rim. He can finish through any type of contact. Do not be fooled by his college highlights or his college stats. Because he was a third option, he really shouldn't have even gone to Duke. If he would have went to anywhere else in the country for any other school, he would have been a number one option, and he would have been killing. He would have been dominant. But he had to sacrifice behind Zion and R.J. Barrett. Do not let that fool you. Cam Reddish is still a lottery pick. I've heard a lot of people compare him to Tracy McGrady. I'm not going to say he's going to be as good as T-Mac, but he damn sure has the same amount of talent. As crazy as it may sound, he might be a little bit more talented at the same age. I believe he's 18 right now, maybe 19. He is talented. Cameron Reddish is the way to go. Believe me. Like, please believe me. Don't even think about drafting any other kids. Forget point guards. You're good with Lonzo. Lonzo is their point guard of the future. You got a good shooting guard in Drew Holiday who locks up, does what he's supposed to do. You got Brandon Ingram now. But if you really want to upgrade from Brandon Ingram or you want to take your team to another level, get Cam Reddish. He's going to love playing with Zion again. It's going to be fun. They're going to have fun there. They're not going to want to leave. They're going to want to play with each other for their entire careers. Even though it's unlikely it will happen, it's still a possibility. Pelicans, the way to go is Cam Reddish. But like I said, this deal, getting back to the deal, is a very good deal for both teams. I'm proud of David Griffin, who was the new general manager for the Pelicans. He did a phenomenal job. They did not have to include a third team. A lot of speculation was coming out that they were going to have to include a third team in the deal, whether it was Phoenix, the Suns, or it was the Chicago Bulls, or somebody else. Those were the main two teams that they were talking about. It ended up not coming to that. So, good deal for both teams. The Pelicans, I think, could have slightly slightly won, but not too big of a difference. I really think it's a 50-50 win, if you ask me. I don't think either team really got cheated out. A lot of Lakers haters will say, oh, you guys gave up your young core and, you know, for only one player. Well, Anthony Davis is only 26, first of all. He's still young. He's barely in his prime. Um, he's one of the best big men in the league, if not the best big man in the league. And even though LeBron's getting older, Kyle Kuzma, who's going to be a very good player, is only 23 years old. So with that being said, let's get to the Lakers. The Lakers finally got their man that they needed. We all know, or to me personally, I've always said this. The Lakers, every time they win a ring, they always have a dominant wing player and a dominant uh, post player. Kobe and Shaq, Wilton Mag or excuse me, Wilton Magic, Kareem and Magic. Um, and it, the list goes on and on. You have to have a good wing player and a good post player. Now, 
The Lakers have LeBron, who who is in the back end of his career, but he's still LeBron. He still averaged 28, I think, 8-8 eight and eight this year or 8-6 and six or something like that. He's still good. LeBron still has a good, I'd say, five, six years left, maybe even longer than that because he's just built differently. He's not the average human being. He's 6'8", 260. So with that being said, you got one of the best players of all time. Now you have Anthony Davis, who's young. Like I said, he's only 26 years old. He's 6'11". He's one of the best shot blockers in the league. He's one of the best uh, alley-oop finishers in the league or lob finishers in the league. Um, he really does it all. He can score from anywhere. He can shoot the three. You can play pick and pop with him. The, the pick and roll with him and LeBron is going to be the most lethal in the entire association. A lot of people aren't going to know how to guard it. And it's honestly just interesting. And honestly, it's a lot of things that can go on. Now, with that being said, Let's move on to what the Lakers need to do next because it's going to get interesting. Like, so they got, they secured Anthony Davis, so, but they lost, they don't have any real point guard on the roster right now. I don't know if they plan on re-signing Rondo. I wouldn't mind if they did because he's a really good player, especially when it comes to the playoff time. He's really good, but you're going to need a point guard. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You're, it depends. We'll see, but what they're saying now is, oh, yeah, and Anthony Davis, they already said that once his contract expires, he's already planning on resigning with the Lakers. So he's going to be with the Lakers for pretty much the rest of his career, barring something happening. But moving on, the Lakers have already, or Adrian Wojnarowski, a.k.a. Woj, a.k.a. the Woj Bomb, have already announced that they are looking um, to make Kemba Walker the number one priority for the Lakers. I like that move a lot. Kemba is a really good player. He's played a lot. All he's, I think he's played his entire career. Yeah, he's played his entire career in Charlotte. I think he wants to play for a playoff team, but I would not mind him staying in Charlotte. And if he does stay in Charlotte, the Lakers still have other options. And I'm not going to lie to you. I would not be mad if the Lakers got Chris Paul. And why do I say that? Because, yes, I'm not the biggest Chris Paul fan. Yes, I've scrutinized Chris Paul over and over again since he's been with the Clippers and the Rockets. And yes, he's getting up in age, but I'm not saying you got to sign him to a max contract. Sign him to like a two, maybe even three-year deal contract, and he'll play really good. Why? Because he's playing next to one of his brothers in the league in LeBron James. He's still got it. He's not no scrub. He's still a very good and talented player. The Lakers don't need a fantastic point guard. They just need a point guard that can run the show, say, when LeBron's on the bench for a few minutes. You get what I'm saying? In the playoffs or whatever the case may be. Um, and if, you know, Chris Paul somehow doesn't work out, it's crazy enough to say, but D'Angelo Russell's out there. Even though I doubt D'Lo would want to come back, it would probably take a lot for him to come back. I doubt that happens. You still have Kyrie Irving, who you would probably have to give the max contract to. And I would like that move too. Don't get it twisted. But honestly, I think the Lakers need to get Jimmy Butler. Like, I know you could sign a, a low-level point guard for a few-year deal. Like I said, Chris Paul could sign for two, maybe three years. I think their number one priority should be Jimmy Butler. And not because I'm a Jimmy Butler fan, not because I'm an ex-Laker fan and I still support the Lakers, but just because I think Jimmy Butler's the way to go. And the, the big thing about this, going back to the deal, the big thing about this is that the Lakers were able to keep Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is a big piece for the Lakers. He should... As of now, he should finish out the rest of his career as a Laker. Even though he's young, he's only 23, he still has plenty of time left. He's a very good scorer. I think, you know, his playmaking ability has really enhanced since he's been playing around LeBron this past season. 
I think he's only going to get better. I think he's going to be a Laker legend. And I honestly just like this move, honestly. And I think it's going to work out for the Lakers. And so with that being said, with that being said, I still think Jimmy should be the number one priority because, yes, Kuzma is a wing player. Yes, um, he's very good. He's young. He's talented. I think the Lakers are still missing another really talented wing player. You need a couple wing players to be really good. And Jimmy, not only is he just a good wing player, he's a he's an elite wing player. He can score off the wing. And the most important thing is he's a two-way player. Kuzma is not really a two-way player like that yet. I think he can develop a lot defensively, but Jimmy is. Jimmy is an elite defender. He's an elite scorer. And one of the best things about Jimmy is that he is working um, on his game 24-7. And honestly, how I'm looking at it is that Jimmy is a clutch dude. Like, they're going to need a clutch scorer on that wing. Jimmy is one of the clutchest players in the league. And I think he's just a key asset for the Lakers to move forward. But, but... You know, it's interesting. I mean, I'm not in the Lakers general or I'm not in the Lakers front office. I don't know, you know, what's really going on. But like I said, they're targeting Kemba as a number one option. Um, I still wouldn't sleep on Kyrie, even though it looks like Kyrie is seemingly uh, pursuing to head to Brooklyn and play for his former hometown Nets uh, when they were in New Jersey. That's where Kyrie's from. But I mean, I'm thinking the Lakers should go for Jimmy Butler. That's just how I'm looking at it. You don't you need a point guard, but you don't need a point guard if you get what i'm saying like yes it's good to have a point guard but you already have lebron james who's gonna have the ball in his hands for most of the time and so it's like when you have a lebron you honestly don't really need a a point guard you just need another big time scoring threat and like i said you already have kuzma but you need another two-way player you need a contavious caldwell pope type of player and jimmy butler is the best version of contavious caldwell pope contavious caldwell pope begs to be like Jimmy Butler and no offense to KCP because he's a good player but that's that's the ceiling for Contavious Caldwell Pope is Jimmy Butler Jimmy Butler is the highest upgrade from KCP because he's literally KCP and he takes but he takes better shots because KCP shot selection is terrible I'm sorry and he's just an all-around good player and so I think, you know, Jimmy's the way to go I mean yeah I love Kemba don't get it twisted I love watching cardiac Kemba but to me, with LeBron in, being in the back end of his career, I just think the best move right now is to go for Jimmy Butler because you're trying to win rings right now. You're trying to get rings as fast as you can before LeBron is up. Yes, you made a really good move in getting Anthony Davis and preparing for your future, but if you're trying to win now, LeBron needs rings. The Lakers need rings. They're tired of being not being in the playoffs. I think it's a, a six-year drought now. Um, I think we can – I mean, they should have been in the playoffs this year, but LeBron got hurt. But – Regardless, you get a Jimmy Butler, and I think it changes a lot of things. You're going to be much better defensively. You're already good defensively with Anthony Davis, and LeBron plays defense here and there. He's not playing it all the time because of the duties he has to handle offensively. But if you get Jimmy Butler, it's a difference maker. Your defense goes from a pretty good defensive team to an elite defensive team, like the Toronto Raptors elite. And so that's just my thing on it. So let me know how y'all feeling. I will keep y'all up to date on what's going on, man. With that being said, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, and all those other good things. Y'all have a beautiful and blessed rest of y'all weekend. I will talk to y'all soon. Peace.